welcome to episode eight of Rants, Rays, and BS, America's favorite podcast. We have for you today, sipping and tipping. We got my boy Jeffrey Gasson on here. Having got- in America. <laughs> we got Jason White again this week. And then you got yours truly. I'm sipping and tipping too in my Alabama State. Glad to be back. <laughs> Looking, forward yeah, another, so, look, looking forward to another show. Yeah, we are uh, here multitasking too because we got this uh, SEC championship game coming on as we speak. So whenever y'all listen to this, you know, just have that in mind. All right. Speaking of which, we're going to start this off. Uh, we're going to talk about the playoffs. Like uh, earlier today, um, Notre Dame lost to Clemson 34 to 10. All right. Um, Texas a and won that game versus Tennessee. So, and Ohio State won the Big Ten Championship. Of course. So they're now 6 0. So, my question for you, you guys mm-hmm. who do you have in the top four and why? Well, my top four. As of right now, I have Alabama, <clears throat> Clemson, Ohio State, and I think the fourth team is actually going to end up being Texas A&M. And honestly, that's by default because right. we saw Notre Dame pretty much choke the ACC championship game away. Right. And I mean, and they didn't even really choke it away. They just didn't show up. They showed and, up. You know, like we said last week, man, you know, all Notre Dame had to do was not get blown out, and they got blown out. And and so it's like they made it so much harder on themselves to make it. Like, I think Alabama was automatic. Ohio State was pretty much automatic because they haven't lost a game, even though Ohio State only played a minimal number of games. Um, Clemson, I mean, yes, true enough, they lost to um, – Notre Dame earlier this year, but that was without Trevor Lawrence. He came, he played today, and <laughs> it was a slaughterhouse. So I just think Texas A&M, where they're positioned right now, because they're number five, so obviously they're on, they're on the outside looking in. I think they're going to be the fourth team to make it in. So, you know, the other three are, you know, pretty much shoe wins, if you ask me, but Texas A&M, I believe, is going to get that um, fourth spot after uh, after tonight. All right, Jason White. All right, well, my final four, believe it or not, I've got Bama because the committee loves Bama. Bama can lose 60 to nothing. They would, they would still make it. <laughs> um, Clemson definitely um, is in after the day, Ohio State. And believe it or not, it's really it's it's tough because um for that for that fourth and final team, I got Texas AM, but I think it's gonna be slightly over Notre Dame because I think them being put on the, you know, that that spotlight against a healthy Clemson team and for them to look the way they look it kind of makes it that you know that they don't deserve to be in 
But, you know, uh, Texas A&M had, you know, quality wins. I mean, that beating Florida at the time they beat them was absolutely huge. So that gives them um, the, the nod up. But um, th that fourth spot's going to be real interesting because everybody's going to make a case because North Dame's going to say, well, we beat them during the regular season, but they didn't have a he healthy, you know, Trevor Lawrence because of COVID. So oh. that's the second person. I let it slide the first time. Y'all said Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence wasn't the reason why they won that game because backup, he scored 40 points on him. Uh, okay. That's true. The, the true. only difference for me was that Notre Dame didn't show up. The offense didn't show up. The defense didn't do better or worse than they did last time because, you know, I, I think if you remember correct, they actually gave up less points than they did last time. But well, my just off here, so I, well, I my and you and you could very well be correct because I, I didn't even watch the first game between the two. Oh, you did? So oh, no, I I didn't. I you know I I just I was aloof. I didn't because you know earlier this year I just had this whole thing of not really caring about sports going on because of COVID, so I didn't pay it that much mind. Yeah, I agree with you. So all like that all year, come on, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much mine. Likewise, you know. <laughs> But yeah, that one game that did interest me. I, I, I watched very few games this year, but I did mm -hmm. watch that one. But yeah. you know what? I'm gonna I want to throw this in for y'all right quick because I know we talking about you know the college football playoff. But I'm not gonna lie, this I think that after what we've seen this whole year, this would have been a perfect year for the BCS. As far as like you know the way it's, the way it's programmed up. Not, not I disagree. Really. I disagree. Why? Not not really because. Think about it. I mean, think about how the BCS was when it was the what it was. Could Ohio, if we still had the BCS in play, could Ohio State really make a case to yeah. be in the BCS title game, even yeah. though they're undefeated? I don't the, think so. The numbers wouldn't give them a chance. The computer wouldn't give them a chance. It, absolutely. And you, and you took that right from me. That's what I was going to say. You know, well, so, I, oh, well I'm great. not going to Go no go. I'm not. I'm not saying that they and and I get it now because it makes sense because you know BCS was always like one and two and all this and that and then yeah. Right. So I, mean, I get that, it, but it's just like because because this is something to think about and this this was kind of brought up on a college college football live. But you got a team like Cincinnati that has a pretty good. No, wait, just hear me out. Just hear me out. Just hear me out. <laughs> They they're sitting they're sitting at seventh and they're undefeated, but they they've got some good quality wins. Now, I'm not saying that. Name them. I mean I can't name off the top of my head. But Why are you gonna say they got good quality wins? You can't name them because it's not against Power Five. School. Never mind. You said you said you said Cincinnati, right, Jason? Yeah. Hold on. I, I won't because I I need to know myself. <laughs> Well, well, why are you doing that? I mean, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I'm at least get my top four. Okay, like, cool. nobody, nobody want to hear my top one. <laughs> my bad. I, no. I got uh, Alabama number one, of course. Like Jason said, they can lose one hundred to zero; they'll still be no, uh, in the playoff. <laughs> number two, I guess Clemson would move up to the two spot, right? Um, uh, number okay. three, I would say Ohio State. And you know what? 
I'm gonna put Notre Dame in still. What? Whoa! Wait, 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 you wait know, a minute. When we started this show, don't let me explain. Hold up, let me explain. When I first started this show, that's why. When I first started this show, I had in my mind that Texas A&M was gonna be four. Let me explain, Jason, because I want to hear this. I had in my mind that Texas A&M would be four, but some reasons made me change my mind since we even talked about it in the show. I was thinking about it. I like Texas A&M. They just beat Florida. Mm-hmm. Who else? Like, their resume is not impressive. It ain't like they did such a spectacular job versus Alabama either. I got, I got that. Like, I, I, who, who did they beat? You know, um, I, I think, but I say I, Notre Dame, they did at least beat somebody in the top, in, in the top uh, two. You know, um, and you know what is debatable when you want to include North Carolina and somebody you know that's you know good yeah. or not you know but yeah. the fact is they beat them. didn't they beat Miami too? I think so. Yeah. So, and I was looking at the stats today. And they said like Notre Dame had the, the second strength of record on all those teams in the field. So really, even with yeah, so even with the loss. Mm-hmm. I'll put them in. Well, can I? Before. Can now, I say one? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'll let you finish. I'll First, let you... I, I, I want to know about Illinois. I mean, uh, excuse me, um, Cincinnati. You got that? Oh, I didn't know you want. Okay, wait, hold on. I'll look it up now. No, uh, okay, well, no, I got. Oh wait, Jeff, you looking that up? I. I'll... I yeah, the the. I'll look at honestly. it. I'll look at it. But no, but let me let me say. I mean, come on. go ahead, Jackson, go ahead. No, T- Terrence Harvey, you disgust me because I'm going to tell you why. If if you got Notre Dame in your in your four, you need to delete that Facebook post that you just made talking about how they need to be out. No, I didn't say they need to be. I said, I said, I think they lost their spot, and which is a valid statement. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. They beat SMU. They beat you. Ne- Ooh, never mind. Thank, Thank you. you. This is this is America. Let's point this out. This man just started calling me out because I changed my stance on another thing. But this man sat here and said that he sat here and said he said with his own mouth <laughs> that Cincinnati had some quality wins. Now, if I had to call him out and let this go, we would have been uh, again to this blasphemy. So I called him out on the quality. He said, I don't know. And now he looked at the schedule. He said, oh, don't mind. All right. Hey, okay, hold, 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 hold on. Hold on. Hold on. America. America. So th- this man, Terrence Harvey, just, just had Nora Dame in his top four. So let me read you his Facebook post that he just made saying, I'm wrong. <laughs> lost their spot in the playoff. If the game was closed, they would have been in. I guess Brian Kelly doesn't have anything to worry about boycotting now, idiot. So how yes. do you go from that to all of a sudden now you got a in now? Easy. I, then I start off my statement. I said, look, when I first got on the podcast, I had every intention of saying Tessa and those in the four. But I changed my mind, which we can't do. But at least I changed my mind based on facts. You talking about Cincinnati. 
Talking about they had some quality wins. You didn't even know who they beat. Man, changing my mind. <laughs> I mean, what the facts? SMU. What a supporting detail. He started with SMU and he quit America. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. I'll tell you. I'd, ra- hey, I'd rather be Cincinnati than USC right now. USC, man, we ain't talking about no, them. That <laughs> was funny. I mean, it's going to be interesting, man. Like, and what if the committee decide to put Notre Dame and Tays in the That ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. I don't see that, that ain't happening, happen. man. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm I just, just, I'm just throwing it out there. But, but, okay, but, so wait, but, so wait, 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 Go ahead. It's, it's 2020. It's been some wild shit that's happened this year. So, you know, you never know. But I don't see, I don't see Ohio State getting left out as, as much as that pains me to say. Because albeit you know they won their conference you know and it was it was a relatively close game you know fields he he didn't perform well today but oh i think we're losing jeff you know jeffy on them iphones yeah <laughs> <laughs> no so, uh, but well, go ahead, Jason. No, so but but here, okay. So here, here's my thing. Like, if if they weren't considering Ohio State at all, they wouldn't have made that move to allow them to, um, you know, to try and get in that extra game so they can be in it, so they can be in this position to even play for the for the Big Ten title. But I mean, Ohio State's. I mean, I think they're definitely in because at the end of the day, they're going to say the the four best teams, and with. Texas A&M kind of on the outside looking in. That's where the debate's going to be. It's going to be Texas A&M or Notre Dame, and it's it's put it like this. It's gonna it's gonna be it's almost like March Madness. Like you're that team that got left out, whatever the case would be. Right, right. Like, no, the first so, four out. Right. Two out. So, right. So come tomorrow, it's it's just going to be interesting. So we we either going to hear Brian Kelly lose it, or we're going to hear your scumbag. Jimbo Fisher loses it. And that's another reason why I decided to change my mind. I came down and thought, and that bastard didn't talk. Oh, man. <laughs> Damn. Yes. Fuck Jimbo Fisher. What? <laughs> oh, he sprained his ankle during warm ups. That's terrible, man. Yeah. All right. So, um, okay. There you have it. I mean, quick question: yeah. Who you think will win the Heisman? Oh, you're asking me? Yeah. I'm, honestly, and this is this is gonna this is gonna sound a little bit off, but I, but I'll say this: I think I think Devontae Smith in Alabama should get some major consideration. You said who? Devontae Smith, the wide receiver. Oh, um, I I would probably agree, but I don't think that's gonna happen because. He's a wide receiver. Yeah, and wide receivers don't win the Heisman. Like, do you do, do you realize? Wait, do you know how many yards? Okay, wait, wait. Okay, so wait, Jeff. Let me let me ask you this. All right. How many yards would he have to get, in your opinion, for 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 you to for you to seriously consider him a candidate? I think he's a candidate. 
I just don't think he would win it. I, I think I think an invitation, quote unquote, is a nice gesture, but you know, I do I do I think he'd have a a serious shot at winning? No. Like, how many yards does he have right now? He's on pace for sixteen hundred. I don't know. I don't. I don't think he should win that, man. Like, so I'm gonna tell you why. In college, a receiver needs a minimum. I hate to say it. They should have. They need a minimum of two thousand yards. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Okay. Wait. 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 I, I'm. I know we're getting off off topic, and I apologize, Jeff. Let Let me ask you this question. Okay. In 2004, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to give you the candidates. You tell me who – okay, Jason White, the Oklahoma quarterback, won the highest. Mm-hmm. Who, who was more deserving, him, Larry Fitzgerald, or Chris Perry, or Eli Manning? This apples and oranges. Uh, but, no, let, no, he can do it. I don't care. And I'm going to give you my answer, Jason White. Oh, man. Why? I don't – because it's a it's a it's a quarterback's award. He had what forty touchdowns, and I think Fitzgerald probably really was the best player in college. Yes, but he was also a wide receiver at Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think they went like eight and four. I think they went like eight and four. Yeah. Oklahoma went undefeated, and they went to the title game, I believe. Yeah, like. You know, to me, I'm not going to say that really settles it, but going to the title game and putting up those types of numbers with then you not you don't even have uh, double digit interceptions, that's going to pump you up real far. So I just you know was Larry was Larry a better receiver than Jason White was a quarterback? Sure, but Jason White was a quarterback at Oklahoma that went undefeated. Yeah, perfect. Now, I think my top candidate for Heisman is actually Alabama's quarterback, Mac Jones. Like, and that. the thing about it is, like, and I'll choose him over Devontae Smith because you didn't hear Devontae Smith name until Jalen Waddle got hurt. And then that's no. when everybody started talking about I agree. Devontae Smith. No. I agree. Jalen Waddle was putting up all those numbers. He was putting up numbers like crazy. Yeah. He got hurt. And then all of a sudden, then Devontae Smith started putting up numbers. But guess who was throwing to both of them? Mac Jones. Man. Who? Mac Jones. Yeah. So that's why. That's why I <laughs> All right, but we're going to have to move on. Our next topic is um, the COVID vaccine. Over the past week, that started distributing the COVID vaccine for healthcare workers. And, you know, it's a lot of debate, a lot of people about who's going to take the vaccine, who's not. So my question for you is, uh, what are your thoughts about the COVID vaccine? And do you plan on taking it when it's available for you? Jason, you want to take that or you want me to go? No, you no, you go ahead. Whew, okay. Um, I, I do think that a vaccine is necessary. Um, do I plan on taking the vaccine as of right now? No, I don't. And I don't because I feel, I feel like there's too much uncertainty, uh, with the vaccine. There are too many unknown factors. 
We don't know side effects. And honestly, the biggest thing for me, as far as this vaccine, I, I just think it's been developed too fast without, honestly, enough research. I think that, I believe that scientists are doing what they can to be as safe as possible. At least that's, that's my hope anyway. Um, but I, I, I just don't know because it, it just seems rushed. And I actually went to high school with a guy who's a doctor. And I saw on Facebook today, he posted himself getting the vaccine today because he's, he's on the front lines. He's a healthcare worker. And, you know, obviously I, I tip my hat to him. And obviously it's mandatory for him because of the field that he's in. But just right now, I, I just don't feel comfortable because you need precautions and you need more, honestly, to me, more thought and more time and more research. So right now I don't feel comfortable taking it, you know, and I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor, you know, so that's, that's just my outside looking in opinion on it. All right. Um, like, you know, as far as like, you know, anti-vaxxers go, and you know, not saying that you are anti-vaxxer. Yeah, I, I don't want you to, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. want nobody to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not one of these, <laughs> like, I'm never going to take a vaccine. I'm not putting nothing in my body. No, I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not on that tip. No, no, no. But yeah, I mean, you gave a valid reason uh, as to you why, why you shouldn't take it. Like, you know, everybody have their own personal decision to make and things like that. Me personally, I plan on taking it, you know what I mean? And which is pretty good because as a educator, you know, we'll be one of the first ones to receive it. That's, that's so, you know, that's, that's good. True, man. Good for me. Um, <laughs> the thing about it is, um, of course, I have a lot of risk factors involved. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think it's more becoming that I take it yeah. than not. And so I know there's a lot of people out there who the first thing I'm gonna throw up is the Tuskegee experiment. Okay? Right, which I and I try not which, to make that part of my. But but the thing mind. about it is, it, it's really. I mean, I understand how you can feel that way. Right. But it's really an illogical argument because it, those experiments they're just giving it to black people. Period. It, it was strictly for black folks. It was strictly for black people, you know. But you know, white people taking it too. Do you think white people? Don't give white people vaccine if it's harmful. <laughs> no. Like, like if, if you told me in 2020 that they only wanted black people to take the COVID vaccine, okay. Then my spidey senses are gonna go crazy. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, you know, so that's why I feel like that argument is illogical because one, you, know, you have black people who help develop the vaccine themselves. You got people uh whose research uh help lend credit to this becoming a vaccine right. black, you know? Right. Which, you know, a lot of times it don't matter. You know, got some people it, 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 yeah, in, who, in the grand scheme of things, it really Yeah, uh, who don't, you know, don't care about black people like, see, like Candace Owens and uh, <laughs> even your boy Terry Crews for that matter. Oh, God. <laughs> you haven't had to say his name in a long but, time. Yeah, but the thing about it is, I think, and then, you know, you have these people talking about, 
Like they use a nanotechnology and stuff like that to put a chips in you to track you and stuff like that. <laughs> but they carrying around this everywhere they go. Like, come on, man. Like every time yeah. you speak, yeah, if they, your phone is by you, you're gonna see an ad about something you just spoke yeah. about. You know, they tracking you, you know, with nanotechnology and five G. But hello, if you got a new phone, you got five G. Get you. So like. You're being tracked regardless. Your, your phones <laughs> have basically been tracking you since like 2G and 3G. Yes. Yes. Right. So your, your phones have been tracking you since in the invent of smartphones. It's just so illogical to me. <laughs> you know? But, you know, here, let's talk about the time frame. Like, I was yeah. reading the other day that they had already uh, been working on, like, uh, like, when they first reported cases of it or whatever in China, and they've yeah. got a sample as soon as possible, and they start working on it like earlier, you know, before it became such a uh, prevalent thing all over the world. You know, along with uh, yeah. there are other cases of coronavirus, you know, that happened. But this particular strand is like the one that's just uh, spread because you have like coronaviruses in a not being like a common cold. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so they've already had like some research on it. You know, they had time and, you know, and when they do these things, they have data and mm -hmm. they gave a shot to over 30,000 people in a, in a trial. And in the trial, like, you know, they report that data mm -hmm. about what thing that happened. So, I mean, if you gave 30,000 people and I'm pretty sure it has a wide range of uh, uh, denominations for like gender, uh, race, right, like right, you know, right. you're going to have the data of all those particular things, of course, you know, I, I, so I feel, I feel relatively safe taking it. Okay. Uh, you know, with, with that and the fact that most, most doctors are willing to take it. I say that leads credence to it as well because yeah. they know more about the process. Like, who yeah. am I a Joe who don't know a lick about medicine? <laughs> you know, <laughs> proclaiming that vaccines do this and do that without having any signs involved with it. Yeah, you know, like I mean, look, I understand if you just decide, like, hey, I don't, I don't you know, I don't want to take the vaccine, like you said, yeah, you like you feel like it's too soon, like that's a valid thing because at right. the end of the day, it's going in your body. So I understand that, but don't you still have to do what's best for you, regardless. Yeah, but don't give me this stuff talking about you know, like stuff they be giving you they don't have no backing in science <laughs> about like you know they they putting nano chips in you and stuff like this, yeah, right? And, and let me let me interject real quick about that. Like my whole thing when when we first started hearing about vaccines and you know people were saying, well, it ain't nothing for them. They just gonna enter in a, they're inserting a chip in your body to track you. Ain't no need because honestly, you don't even need a phone to track us at this point. All right, you don't. Yeah. We we're uh, we're it's satellites all over this world. Yeah. If they want you, they will find you, and they don't oh, yeah. need a vaccine for that. So they can track you where you spend your money at on your credit cards. Right. You know, they can do a triangulation on what places you frequent, yeah. your Facebook posts, all that stuff's out there. If they want to find you, they're going to find you. Facial recognition software everywhere. You go out everywhere, there's cameras right there, and that camera right there, you can see your face, they can recognize you and know where you're at. It's everywhere. So this tracking stuff is ridiculous. You got people talking about population control. I mean, 
it just, you know, it's beyond me. So, yeah, I do plan on taking it because, you know, one, I really try to, but most of all, I really want to take it because I want to get back to my life. You know, I want to be able to do this and that. And, hey, once I take it, I'm still going to wear my mask or whatever until, you know, we feel like we can officially proclaim this pandemic is over, in which I find myself fortunate because, you know, dealing with going to school every day, I'm very used to wearing my mask every every day. So wearing my mask don't bother me at all. So, you know, I can take my vaccine, still wear my mask, and, you know, then I feel comfortable enough to start traveling and going places I want to go. And I and I do think that I I I really think it's going to be okay. Like I know that there was a a report where I think it was reported that four people, I don't know out of how many, but they developed Bell's palsy. I get it. You know, I, I get it. And that was that was factual. You have to take into account potential side effects. Right. Like again. I don't plan on taking the COVID vaccine. I have not taken a flu shot yet, ever. And the thing, no, it well since since I've been an just, adult. Just curious, why not? Um, I've always had an apprehension. Let me tell you, when I worked at Kroger, that explains so much. When I, whatever, when I worked at Kroger, um, I had a former coworker that told me it's gonna make you sick, and so that's always been in the back of my mind. But I, what I've learned is that it affects people differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually spoke with a friend of mine earlier this year, and she told me when she took the flu shot, she got sick. She hadn't taken it year, hadn't taken it uh, herself, and the first time she got the shot, she got sick. I know that doesn't happen with everybody, but it just made me apprehensive. And so, I believe they've taken out whatever that makes people sick now. So I probably wouldn't be as apprehensive as I was. Well, a, a lot of times, if I heard this uh, from Chris, I, I, I'm pretty sure that, you know, Marissa told him he had some kind of, you know, because he had a pretty good connection. But he said, like, you know, when you take a flu shot, don't take the first batches that come out, because a lot of times they use them for the previous year. You know what I mean? Oh, and right. yeah, yeah, and yeah. like that. So you should, you know, take it later on in the year. Yeah. So, um, now, Flu shot, I really, I really haven't been vaccinated. Like, I don't, I don't remember. Like, I remember last time I had a flu shot, honestly, was in uh, my last year in high school. Mm. And since then, like, I really haven't taken because, you know, it really wasn't like a priority for me. Not, not because you know, I believe in vaccines or not believe in vaccines. I just don't got around to doing it. I never thought about it. A lot of times, hell, I was broke. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. So, you know, I wasn't going to the doctor. You know, I ain't have a job like this. So. And the thing of it is, like, I, I talked with my mom and my brother last night. My mom has taken the flu shot for years. And I know with my mom, the one of the main reasons why she does it is because of her age. I know a lot of times when you're older, yeah, you know, they, they I'm not going to say they require you, but they suggest it for you if you're older. And so, that would be something that I definitely consider as as I age, you know, but yeah. just as of right now, I wouldn't, you know. I, I got one about a few weeks ago for the first time, uh, I'll say since high school. And, so my flu shot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I went yeah. to the doctor I said, you know, yeah, I mean, with this stuff going on, like, you know, I just, okay. you know, I was like, man, look, I don't want to get the flu and think I have COVID or whatever, so. I just went on, took the flu shot or whatever. And 
I haven't experienced no issues from it or nothing like that. So yeah, yeah, right, right, right. And uh, and hey, all we know, you know, the flu shot could help help you against the old uh, runner for all we know. It, it you know? Could. <laughs> That's probably like I want to, you know, have they try like you know studies involving the flu shot and how you know how it affects COVID. I, I wouldn't just try that out of curiosity if I was a scientist. Right, like, I got you. Uh, I definitely understand. I don't know. I think Jason White decided to leave the podcast, but be here at the same time. <laughs> are you? Are you? Are you planning on getting the vaccine or not, man? Absolutely. Okay. Why? Oh, absolutely. Why? Well, because num- number one, I've got you know, I've got my personal reasons for it, which I don't want to get into for real per se, but. There are complications that certain people may go through with this, so it's not going to be for everybody. And something that's very interesting is the fact that Nancy Pololi and uh, you know a couple, you know, higher end people in the in you know in the office in the White House, they've already had access to the vaccine. So what bothers me is the fact that. You know, once this becomes available to a point where everybody can get it, everybody's just going to think that, oh, you know, we have vaccine, we're good to go. That's not the case with everybody, because they've already, there. You know, there are certain certain people may actually die if they take the vaccine. So, but, I mean, I, let me say this: I don't. Is is are are you running a risk of? Death if you take the vaccine. Possibly. But but I think but I think that is only the case if you have like other like major health issues or you're so affected by COVID that a vaccine at it depending on the point you're at may be too late. You know, so we like COVID, a vaccine is going to or everybody the same way. No, it, there, there's no perfect, uh, perfect solution for for this. You know. Yeah. But do I think if if scientists, I think if they knew it would potentially kill a lot of people, that they would put it out, quote unquote, on the market? No, I, I don't. I, that's my hope anyway. That's my thought. So, yeah. And uh, there is a, uh, you know, a few cases of a lot of people developing anaphylaxis from mm-hmm. the vaccine. I read, you know, it was like allergic reaction to it, mm-hmm. a thing like that. So, uh, that's one. But I don't plan on taking the Pfizer one. If I take it, I'm going to take the Moderna one. That's the one I plan on taking. Okay. Okay. So, um, because one, you know, based on the data, it's it's more effective, and it said the Moderna one, it actually has other health benefits for you. Yeah. As well. See, and that's the thing. I didn't realize it was a couple of different uh, types. Yeah. Or versions of brands or whatever. I, yeah. I didn't realize that. The Pfizer one, that was the one that was uh, approved first, and the Moderna just got approved yesterday. And, yeah. Uh, I actually, you know, I know a lot about That's Moderna. Right, I, I heard about Pfizer. Yeah, I know a lot about Moderna because I missed the stock in it. In the, uh, okay. You know, 
and I got in pretty early. I made a good chunk of change off him. Um, so I know a lot about it. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nope. and I, and I read about Get it. Your so money. Yeah. I'm well informed when it comes to that. All right, but that was a good topic. Good talk. Good talk. <laughs> and uh, for all you people out there, I mean, look, if you're gonna make a decision about the vaccine, you know, have some scientific fact behind it. Like, stop listening to all these conspiracy theories. And, and you think about it. Think about all the stuff you missed this year. Think about the well-being of your family member. If you don't do it for yourself, do it for them. You know, at the end of the day, it's your choice to make. You know, but if you make the choice, make it on sound reason. Yeah. Because everybody say it's 5G and you're going to be trapped. <laughs> and, 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 listen, man. People, and, people thought COVID was caused by 5G. So, yes. I mean, yeah, I mean, people are ridiculous, man. People are ridiculous. And people, just a heads up, just a heads up, just because you you take the vaccine, you don't got to walk out and not have on a mask. Still wear your mask. Yeah. yeah. Still need yeah. to have your mask on. It'll take a while, you know, you know, until everybody gets vaccinated. You just slow it down. Mm-hmm. And we'll see from there. And get, right. and get, a, get, get an actual one, not them handmade. Oh, God. Those be, yeah, that's a topic for another day. All right, we're going to move on to our next uh, topic. We're going to ask this question. What makes a Christmas movie a Christmas movie? <laughs> you know, over the years, there have been debates about is this movie actually a Christmas movie or not? So I want to know, when you think about a Christmas movie, guys, what criteria do you put forth and what actually Makes it. Well, start? for me, go, well, go ahead, Jason. Yeah, go ahead. You can oh, take well, go ahead. All right. So, when it comes to a Christmas movie, I need really four things to be in the movie. I need some Christmas lights. I need Santa Claus. I need a Christmas tree somewhere. And the overall theme has to be about Christmas in, in some particular manner. Because some of these movies that come out, I still scratch my head and say, how is this a Christmas movie? Like, Based on your criteria, Harry Potter's a Christmas movie. Uh, okay, well, first off, I'm not a Harry Potter fan. Never even seen a film. So, all right, bypass that. Like, <laughs> like I got a couple, a couple movies lined up that are considered Christmas movies, and I'm trying to figure out how they are a Christmas movie, but you got Gremlins. Hey, man, look, we ain't asked you all that, man. You know, right. we'll get yeah, there. We'll get there. Right, we'll get there. Right. Okay, but that's, that's what it is for me. Go Slow ahead. down. Slow down, Coach Cheese. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Jeffrey, would you mind if I go next? Go ahead. Go ahead, my friend. All right. My criteria for a Christmas movie is, you know, it's pretty cut and dry. In order for it to be a Christmas movie for me, um, of course, like Jason said, you have to have the basic setting of like, you know, Christmas, whether it be, for some reason, snow pops in my head. The movie has to have the snow. You got to have like, okay. you know, the Christmas lights and all that. So, you know, I agree with you on that, Jason. Uh, you got to have the basic visual things that come with Christmas. And the second thing, which is really what I base everything on, is the, what is the, the movie is it about Christmas? Okay. Is it about things 
concerning Christmas? Is it about the feelings of Christmas? Is it about the meaning of Christmas? Or is it telling a Christmas story? You know? Okay. So th th those are my criteria for it. And, uh, you know, you don't necessarily have to have Santa in it and things like okay. that. But, yeah, you have to have that. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so for me, a Christmas movie, and I'm going to uh, differ from both of you guys. Uh-oh. A Christmas movie is any movie that takes place during Christmas time. That's bullshit. Bullshit. Hey, it's not, it does not have to be, the plot does not have to be about Christmas. Can you, can you have a Christmas backdrop, quote unquote? Can it be during Christmas time? Yes. During Christmas? So. <laughs> yes. I ain't say nothing. I ain't so, say nothing. So if a movie just set in Christmas time, like it, it, it's a Christmas movie. To me, yes. <laughs> and, and and I will explain more when we get to the to the to the mini segment about this segment. Okay. All right. Well. All right. So with that being said, I, I got a list of movies here. Okay. And I want you to tell me, each one of y'all. I want y'all to tell me, including myself. <laughs> Do you consider, is it a Christmas movie based on your criteria, okay? And the first one, Bad Santa. Oh, damn, that's a good one. Oh, I didn't think about you, that. You, you, could, you could say no, but that, that's a funny movie. <laughs> so hilarious. No, I, mean, I mean, you got him dressing up as Santa per se, but a, a, a dirty one at that. But, I mean, you know, it's it's easy to say yes and no to that. Oh, which one is it? Say one. I say I say. Huh? You went out. I say yes. Huh? Okay, yeah, I agree. I say no. How? Because like the movie is uh, about uh, a dude. It's about the dude and his shitty acts. It ain't Santa. Now I know yeah. you said Santa doesn't have to be included, but. Outside of the of what the world has made Christmas to be, who is a focal point of Christmas? I mean, I, look, I understand that, but I'm saying based on my criteria, which okay. is like I said, the plot has to be about Christmas. It has to be about like the medium behind Christmas or the feelings uh, toward it. And this just about a guy who behaves okay. badly during Christmas time. <laughs> so that's why I say no. Next movie. <laughs> That's why I say no. I, 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 I mean, look, hey, it's yours, so I can't, I can't refute yours. So. Yeah. So <laughs> next one, best man holiday. Nah. Best man holiday. Nah. Okay. Yeah. So I, Jake, I like that one. So is it a Christmas movie, Jeff? Hell yeah. Why? It takes place during Christmas. <laughs> what in the world? Mine is very, very simple, y'all. See, see, and that's, that's part of the problem. We, we, some things we make things way more difficult than they <laughs> should be. Should be. <laughs> uh, again? Matter of fact, you look. You made me change my uh. You made me change something on my list, man. Oh, your list? Okay. So yeah. again, I would say. 
I would say no. Again. Hmm. So Jason, you said no as well, didn't you? Yep. So hey, there we go. I'm, I'm with somebody this time. All right, next one. Batman Returns. Damn it, you took mine. But no, that's not no, that's not a Christmas movie. Batman Returns. It's not. Hell no. <laughs> no, it takes place during Christmas. That's your yeah, criteria. Yeah, no, no, that's your yeah. criteria. No, I sir. Know, I don't know how. I don't know how I can explain it. But no, uh-uh. Nope. I I have. Listen, let me tell you something. I have no sound reasoning. I have no logical reason for saying no. But damn it, I'm saying no. Uh, oh. <laughs> that man got me dropping tears over him. <laughs> man, hold on now. We you can't let you off the hook, man. Okay. Wait, Jeff. You, wait, wait, wait. Because oh, wait, 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 he, he, he just gave us this whole lecture about America. Wait. Okay, okay, okay. So do we okay? Wait, do we are are we are we really really sure that it takes place during Christmas? Because all we know is that it snows. You you got a Christmas tree back there? No, no. Ask to say Merry Christmas in the movie. I forgot. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Merry Christmas, Batman. What about the movie? No, no, no. Merry <laughs> Christmas, ba no, no. Hold up, hold up. Merry Christmas, Batman. Merry Christmas, Alfred. Okay, that's true. All right, you got me. Okay, all right, you got me. I, I haven't seen that movie in so long. I don't remember them lines. <laughs> you got me. Okay, all right. All right, I love that movie, but no, it's not a Christmas movie. So I it agree ain't, with you. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't. Even though you betray, even though you betray you your, own your own criteria, you betray your own words of wisdom. Hey, hey, guess what? I don't care. <laughs> all right, so we can put that one off. All right, next All one. Right. Preacher's wife. Okay. Preacher's wife. Did you really just bring that movie up? Yeah. I actually love that movie. Hey, he, hey it's on his list. I, I was uh, not expecting. I, I forgot. We 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 talking to a guy that watches General Hospital on the regular. So I no, sure do. Never mind. I sure do, and I critique the acting on Facebook. Oh Lord. So it ain't a Christmas movie. Huh? No. No. I'ma say yes. What? wait, what was the movie? A preacher's wife. A preacher's wife. Um I, I I gotta say yeah. I, I gotta say yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Cause I took into account like the soundtrack and everything too. So you know Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I can yeah. I can yeah. You can dig it. All right. Uh, this is one for Jason White. Gremlins. <laughs> yeah, I'll say yeah. What? You say yeah for Gremlins, but no for Batman Returns? I you I said you got me. I said you <laughs> okay. got me. Okay. I, I said that. Okay, you right. Okay, all right. Yeah, calm down. No. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna just keep it short and sweet. I'm gonna say no for Gremlins. Yeah, that's an automatic no. <laughs> all right, next. And Gremlins one. and Gremlins Two wasn't a Christmas movie either, and that was more Christmas themed, but it still wasn't. <laughs> okay, next one. 
This is be a good one. Friday after next. Man, did you look at my list before you started going off on yours? Damn. This, this is not a top five list. No, I know, I know, but I had two different sides written down. I got, you mentioned three of the movies I had that I was going to ask about, but never mind. Oh, so it's not five. See, I had five, but okay, I'm glad I know that now. And this ain't the top five. This, I'm just asking you a question. We, we asked the question, what makes a Christmas movie a Christmas movie? No, no, so no, no, I'm, no. I'm following up by just throwing out a Christmas movie and see does it meet your criteria. No, 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 I, I, I get that, T, but what I'm saying is I had some movies off to the side that I was going to ask y'all if it's a Christmas movie or not. You mentioned three of them, so I'm just crossing my Okay, mind. that's, and guess what? Yeah. But no, but, but believe it or not, yeah, I would consider Friday night, uh, Friday after next a Christmas movie. Yeah? I would. Yeah, I would. Me too. It meets my criteria. <laughs> we finally in agreement. We finally in agreement. And I'm going I'm to watch it this week, too. Yeah, because, <laughs> hey, it's about Christmas. It's how did the movie start? We start off with singing Silent Night for Temptation. That's all I need. To say. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Crunching yeah. on your balls and wondering <laughs> so Hey, and then Pinky said Merry Christmas. That's all I need to hear. That's hey. right. <laughs> Christmas movie. They even had a Christmas party, so it's a Christmas movie. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Merry Christmas from Pinky. Never. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so and the last one is the most controversial one of all Die Hard. Is it a Christmas movie? Hell yes. I got one question. Oh my god, I, man. I, wait, wait, wait. I have one question. I have one question. I have one question before I answer that. Can I ask y'all something? Yeah, come on, Killjoy. Shut up. Was there a Christmas tree in the whole movie at all? It's been so long since I watched it. I'm sure it I was. I don't Wait, think it said, was. What, what did you say? Was there a Christmas tree? Was, was there a the Christmas tree at all in the movie? Yeah, uh, in the office building, um, where they were being held hostage. Uh, I think they uh, had a. I think there was a tree in uh, one of them. Okay, but guess what? Die Hard ain't no damn Christmas movie. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> I said it. Let <laughs> it down, Jeff. Hot man, this movie is clearly about because a dude and a white beater causing hell. That's I know all it's about. I know, I know. Again, Batman Returns is more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard. <laughs> hey, I can dig it. You know what? I'm actually going to agree. I say yes, it's a Christmas movie. We'll be like Jeff. Just right, damn, my criteria. Okay. damn my criteria. Damn my criteria. That's a Christmas movie, okay? <laughs> Now you now you just done going off the track with the criteria, huh? Yeah, it's like damn the criteria. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so all right, that's a good deal. Good deal. So let's go ahead and move on. Let's give our top five Christmas movies. Okay. And you know, Jason White, since you know you I'm gonna let you start this one. All right. Well, this this was this was honestly tough, but my personal top five, and I'm gonna um no particular order. I'm just gonna name them. Home no particular Alone. order. Well, no, because it was oh, okay. Fine, fine, fine. Oh, okay. top five for a reason. Top five, top five. Okay, fine, fine. So, um, the first one I got is um, Home Alone. Believe it or not, Home Alone two would be number um, four. Three, believe it or not, and I don't know why people, a lot of people didn't like this movie, but I did. Um, a Nightmare Before Christmas. 
I, I just saw that is for that the first Christmas time movie? like two weeks, it is. three months ago. It is. I've never seen it. It's, it's it is. Good. It's good. It is. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna catch some flat for you two for this one, but I don't care. But number two on my list, it's a wonderful life. Everybody has seen that at least once. I, I, I watched that for the first time a couple years ago and I love it. Really? Yeah. I still haven't seen it. I definitely gotta watch it. Yeah. And and I'm and and here here's the ultimate surprise. I'm not sure if y'all seen this yet, but I saw this I saw this two weeks ago and I and I enjoyed it. Oh. Jingle Jangle. Number one? Yes. Number I like one? That. I haven't yes. watched it yet, but there ain't no way in hell this is number one. All right, that hey, 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 it's it's my top five list, all right? It Shut is. up. <laughs> there you go. You already got to take it up a lot. You see what I mean? <laughs> like you don't. Like you don't. Now I'm gonna and, and I'm gonna you know what? I I was gonna throw this movie in there, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one my my honorable mention. Believe it or not, jingle all the way. I love that movie too. I, I love like that it. Movie. Don't get me wrong. But... I love that movie. I, I like it. But no. <laughs> See, give me some. I like. It. I love that movie. All right, who want to go next? I'll go. All right. All right. So number five, uh, <laughs> I have Best Man Holiday. That bullshit. Number hey, hey, four, hey, hey, hey. I have Friday at the next. <laughs> Number three, I have Home Alone. Number two, I have Home Alone 2. And number one, Die Hard. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is there... Oh, no, man. Man, somebody, man, we got to go, man. You need to talk oh, about this, man. Uh, and honorable, I do have an honorable mention. Um, Christmas Vacation. Okay. What movie? Christmas Vacation. That's a good one. So hold on. Run through again. You said okay. All right. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna do this. Number five. No, I'm gonna start with my honorable mention. Okay. My honorable mention is Jason White. Like Jason White, Jingle All the Way. That's okay. my honorable mention. Okay, that, that's a very underrated Christmas movie that nobody talks about. Mm -hmm. I'm telling is. you, it is. Um, number five, I'm going with It's a Wonderful Life. Number four, okay. I'm going with Christmas Vacation. Number three, I'm going with The Santa Claus, Tim Allen. I love that movie, The Death Man. I love that movie. Number two, I'm going with Home Alone. And number one for me is Home Alone 2. Okay. That, yeah. I, I, I like that list. I like that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How, how do you have Home Alone 2 over Home Alone 1 when in Home Alone 2, the, the only part of Christmas they mentioned was at the very end? The whole movie is about Christmas. What are you talking about? Uh, all right. You go into the Christmas toy shop 
They talking about getting criminal present for the orphans. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, I, I, okay, I forgot about all that. He he rekindled with his mom at the criminal tree. At the big old they Christmas presents on I just said, I just said, okay, never mind. <laughs> See, I thought you were gonna ask like how you choose number two over number one. No. Yeah, yeah, me too. All right, yeah. all right. But personally, I, I think number two, and I came to this conclusion this week because I never could decide, but I think number two is better than number one. Me too. Okay. Me, me too. Yeah. That, that's one of the rare instances where a sequel is better than the original. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and the Dark Knight too. Um, yeah, that's okay, tough. Absolutely. absolutely. That's tough. Yeah. Dark Knight, then Batman Begins? Were you asking me? Yeah. No, no. I mean, I I agree that Dark Knight was better than Begins, but what, okay. but, but no, but but when you said you said that's one of the rare occasions that the sequel is better than the original. That's tough. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, that's I agree. Tough. I agree with him, but I, I I mean, you know, it is debatable. But, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's debatable. Yeah. I mean, now, too. now, let me let me let me let me ask this. Do you mind if I ask y'all two movies? Um, whether they're a Christmas movie or not, real quick. Go ahead. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, I was supposed to ask that one. I forgot about that one. That was on my list. I wrote down and I, I lost. Uh, I mean, based on my criteria, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Um, let, me just, let me think. Let me think about it. Um, lethal Weapon. Damn. No, I can't. I can't. Based on my criteria, I can't. Right. I want it. I want to. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I think the only part of Christmas they even mentioned was, was when he came to the house and had the note on the tree talking about sorry, bad guys are here. But all right, no. what's the next one? <laughs> all right, la last but not least, trading places. No. I mean, based on my criteria, yeah, but I, really I got to go with Jeff. Jeff. I got to go with Jeff. Jeff, your criteria needs to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I admit my criteria is shallow as hell. <laughs> I got to go with I got to go with Jeff on that one. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. There you have it. There Folks, we you know, we, we would love to hear your input on this. Uh, so you listen. Yeah. Well, I, I, think this, I think this is a good Facebook post. Yes, it is. It is. And I, I oh, want to Lord. That's okay. a thread. It's time, speaking of the people, it's time to have a talk with them. Shout out to them people. People. All right, we have one question uh, this evening. It uh, comes from an anonymous caller. It says, how do you feel about the Excuse me. How do you feel about the knowing your worth statement? And uh, she followed up. She said, I think some women use it when they shouldn't. And I think people use the working on me thing as an excuse to be selfish assholes. Okay. So, how do you feel about the knowing your worth statement? And, um, and uh, women using it when they shouldn't, using working on as an excuse. Now, me, I'll start. Okay. Okay. I feel like the knowing your worst statement is valid if you're working on yourself. Now, but if you're using it as a way 
to, you know, work on yourself by and then shit on other people, then it's invalid to me. You're just using it to be selfish and to further your own means instead of actually working on yourself. You're just saying that as a way to get what you want, as a way, it's like a manipulative thing. Or, you know, it's another way of not being truthful as far as like your intentions or why you do or don't want something, you know? And uh, it's, it's more self-serving. And yes, I do think a lot of women use that uh, when they shouldn't, you know, especially like, you know, we, we've all been single um, before and we've all went through the rigors of, you know, pursuing a girl or trying to date a girl and this and that. And, you know, you, you hear a lot of bullshit when that happens. You know, you hear a lot of bullshit when it comes to pursuing a girl a lot of times. You know, so you know, sometimes you can just take the bullshit and try to move on. Sometimes you're like, man, fuck me. <laughs> you know? But, uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. But, and um, so, and, and the working on me thing. A lot of times people use that as a scapegoat instead of, like, being honest with a person. Like, you know, with me, I've always been a person who, like, hey, I ain't for the bed to be with you. You, you want to be with me, you don't. If you don't, just say so. <laughs> don't give me no excuse uh, about, like, you working on yeah. you. You know, hey, just be real about it. Look, if you don't, if you don't want, want to be with me, hey, fine. I'll just move on. But, you know, when you give this, uh, you working on yourself, it kind of leaves the possibility for uh, reconciliation in the other person's mind, possibly. So it's kind of, at the end of the day, can't kind of be like stringing them along. Mm -hmm. But the fact is, if you're working on you, then that shouldn't be adverse to other people. You know, if you're truly working on yourself, yeah. you're doing it in a way that's more considerate, that's considerate to yourself and considerate to uh, other people in your life. You know, it's, it's like mm -hmm. a positive, it's a positive move overall. Now, mm -hmm. when you're working on yourself, sometimes you do have to remove certain people out of your life but if, if, if that's the case, then that person's probably like a negative presence. Right. So there's many caveats that go with it, but for the most part, I think people use it as a way, as a scapegoat, and as a way to conceal their selfish intent. Okay. Um, for me, the way I feel about knowing your worth, I, let's be real here. We're, we're all adults. You know, we've been through heartache. We've been through breakups. You know, all of that. I feel like people who are adults and they've been through the ringer with relationships, you should already know your worth. You should automatically know your worth. Um, because you need, you need to value yourself before you value anybody else. Um, so everybody should know their worth. Um, Working on yourself, I, I definitely feel like it could be an excuse. I've and I've in a lot of cases, I feel like it's a it's a statement to lead, kind of lead people on, um, string them along. Like you, to me, when I feel when I hear a person say, "Well, I'm working on myself," but you don't say if you say I'm working on myself, but you don't say. I don't want you to pursue me or I don't want to pursue you. Okay. Are you expecting me to chase you? Are you expecting us? Are we going out? Are we dating? What, like, what, what are we doing? If you're working on yourself, 
I need to know if you want anything to do with me or not. There's no gray area. I need it in black or white. You want, you want, or just tell me what your expectations are. But don't say I'm working on myself and then show me inconsistency. Well, I'm not available tonight or I'm not available today. I understand schedules, but you make time for what you want. So if, if I hear a woman say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm working on myself, then to me, she's off limits. Or if I tell a, a woman, well, when I was single, if I told a woman, well, I'm working on myself, I'm not in pursuit, I'm not pursuing you in any way. But if I'm, if I'm out here saying, well, I'm working on myself, but I still want a friend to have on the side, I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to be straightforward and honest with you about what my intentions are. But if you flip it on me and tell me, well, I'm working on myself, but I don't really know what I want. No, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Because now you're going to, now it seems like you're going to try to string me along. So working on myself, quote unquote, um, can be a valid reason, but people need to be clear and people need to understand what another person's intentions are. So. Absolutely. You know, I, I want to add this, um, you know, the, Emphasize on this know your worth thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of people see, and that's this was wrong with, um, you know, not just women. Um, right, with a right. lot of people these days is the know your worth thing. People are so entitled these days; they feel like they're entitled to this and that. You have some ungrateful women out there. Look, you can do a lot of great things for them, and you know, I'm, you know, I'm sorry, America, men too. Yeah, you know, right. that you can do a lot of good things for them and things like that, but. It's never enough for them because they feel like, you know, they deserve this and that they have themselves built in on such a pedestal that they haven't earned by any, by <laughs> any right. of their deeds or anything like that. But they uh, automatically feel like they're entitled to this treatment just because they feel like they're such a raw person. And then right. a, a lot of times I know this for people who don't have shit. <laughs> I know this behavior a lot of times, often with a lot of people who don't have shit. But they try to hold themselves in this regal fashion when you when you having to bum rise to work and shit like that. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Yeah. Well, personally, for me, <clears throat> I don't believe in the whole like coming email. I believe in knowing like knowing what you're worth within within yourself as long as you present yourself in a way to where you know you want to be you want to be identified in a positive light my main issue is all this talk about you know um you know taking time to myself i personally don't believe in that and i'm gonna, and i'm going to i'm going to explain this you have a lot of women out there that know what it is that they want and it's funny because you know, you know, you could you could just be out of a relationship and you know, or whatever, male or female, and this person could did you wrong and this or that, whatever the case may be. And when somebody is interested in you and you say, you know, stuff like, well, you know, I'm you know, I'm working on myself, 
that's not you working on yourself. That's you giving an excuse to saying that, you know, you're still dealing with the hurt and pain or whatever from the last person. And that shouldn't be fair upon bringing on to the next person when they're viewing their good light. And I think a lot of people get that misconstrued a lot of times because they'll be like, you know, because you can hang out with such and such, and then all of a sudden somebody better may come along wherever it should be. Well, when you were with the other person that, you know, may not, you know, treat you right in this and that, you're still sucking that hurt and that pain. So if you get acknowledged like that, that's the point to where it's like, he's going through this and that, whatever, you know, let me leave her alone, whatever. And then later it'll happen to where, you know, like they may come around, you know, six, six, to, uh, six months to a year later. And then you're just like, well, what happened when I was trying to, you know, pursue you before and make the right move? So, I mean, I personally don't, I personally don't believe in that. But my, my thing is, hey, if you see something you like or whatever the case would be, go for it. Hey, spot on, Jason White. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course you would. What now? No, I hear, I, I, I hear you. 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 What man? Can you take a compliment, America? <laughs> All right. So uh, that was good deal. Good talk. So we're gonna move on to our next topic of the night: scumbag of the week. What's your name, scumbag? Okay. All right, what we got for the people this evening? Jason, you want to go first? If I don't, so I don't take your scumbag of the week? No, 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 no. You go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. I think I'm safe. I really... Okay, I got two. Yeah, I got two. So, my first one's going to be kind of quick. My first scumbag is actually Randy Moss. Oh, really? What did he do? Yeah, I want to know. Oh, I'm kind of surprised y'all hadn't heard this. Randy Moss, or maybe you have, um, he was asked, you know, how he would rank rank, uh, wide receivers all the time. And and I can understand, you know, you obviously, you know, people think highly of themselves. So he had himself number one. He had Terrell Owens, Terrell Owens at number two, and then he had Jerry Rice. He said he put Jerry Rice at three or four, and it it it, it baffled me. Could I understand? Like I said, can I understand Randy Moss having himself at number one? Yeah, you think highly of yourself, but Jerry Rice is the greatest receiver of all time. I, it's just my personal opinion. I, there's no way that I can put, cannot put two receivers, you know, and I know Super Bowls are not the only criteria, but T.O.'s been to the Super Bowl once, Randy Moss has been to the Super Bowl once, they both lost. It's not by no fault, by no fault of their own. Actually, he's been twice. He's been twice. He, yes, what, what was that, San Francisco, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Okay, I mean, and that was tail end of his career, but he's zero for two, and To was zero for one. But I'm and I'm calling him a scumbag because it's blasphemous to have Jerry Rice at number three or four. <laughs> it just is. It, it's just it's, it's it's pure blasphemy. All right, 
So my second scumbag is, and I I don't want to seem like I'm shitting on them because I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best. But damn it, that damn, that damn LeVar Ball is my scumbag. Oh, oh, what he just said. Oh, I know he did. So the the middle son who got signed to the Detroit Pistons, what, last week, week before? Mm-hmm. He was cut this week. I thought he was, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said the middle son. I thought he was the youngest. No. The youngest just got drafted by Charlotte. Oh, oh see, I got it mixed up. I thought it was, um, um, damn, wow. I, damn, that's news to me. Okay, go ahead. The youngest just got drafted. He was the one that was overseas. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, LeVar Ball, Pistons organization, called them. I don't even know what he said, but he said a whole lot of blasphemous and baseless things about the organization. And I know the Pistons don't have the greatest organization in the NBA, but they've been known to be winners. And I mean, you know, they, they have titles. You know, my the reason why LeVar is my scumbag, basically because he shitted on the organization. And I understand him being an upset father, but this is one of those times where LeVar Ball has acted like a petulant child because he hasn't gotten his way. And it's just like, hey, right now your son is not good enough. You need to, he needs to accept that. He needs to be okay with the son not being good enough. And I think he had made some another blasphemous statement about something like that. And I'm just like, he needs to stop putting his foot in his mouth and he also needs to stop putting all this unneeded pressure on his son. Let your sons do what they need to do. Do the best that they can to advance their careers the best that they can. But to basically blast the organization because your son got waived, they didn't feel like he was good enough. And if they didn't, if they didn't feel like he was good enough, guess what, Lavar? He wasn't good enough. Deal with it. Get over it. Stop, stop shitting your pants because one of your sons is not in the league at the moment, but your but your two other ones are. And they're on the they're on the up and up in their careers, you know. So he's those are my two scumbags this week. Can I follow up, Jeff, with something you just said? You, you made a very valid point. That that right there is exactly why I don't like when, when it comes to Levar Ball. We we all know that he he's full of it, like whatever comes out of his mouth. And when uh, when Lamelo got drafted, you know everybody was getting all excited because you know because um, his his parents and all this and that because he got three right. in the league. I give him all the credit in the world for that. But what I, I think a lot of people don't know is half the stuff that this man has said over the years it's been like beyond blasphemous. And and I remember watching the first take interview yep. on there, and Max Thomas said best you're writing checks that your sons have to cash. And when you're putting that type of pressure yeah. 
on to the point to where they got to go ahead and it, it's not him that's out there that's playing it's and and you know it's his kids and and partially and i know a lot of people may not agree with this I think that's part of the reason why he got traded at LA, LA because it was two things that he said about his son. I'll, I'll never forget this. The first, the, that was pure blasphemy. The first thing he said was that when um, um, when Lonzo into the league, and at the time they didn't know where he was going to get drafted, but obviously got drafted at Lakers, but they said that Lonzo was going to have the same impact that Magic Johnson had. When I heard that, I said, I, <laughs> I lost it. I was like, this, this I, dude is I, like, this dude is like talking too much, like way too much. Yeah. Way too uh, much. I remember and, that and, whole and, and then, and then, and the, and the one that I still laugh to this day is when he said that Trey takes Steph Curry, put him on UCLA, then put Lonzo and put him on Golden State. They'd be a much better team. I turned off the TV when I heard that. Oh, Another thing, he said the, the son that just got drafted, he said he would beat Stephen one-on-one. <laughs> he said that? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, like he, he cannot keep a target off of his son's back. Like he can't. And I mean, what he has to understand, mm-hmm. what could be difficult for him to understand is Right. It's hard to make it in the NBA. Right. Like it's 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 mm-hmm. like just because you get drafted, even if you're just a lottery, you know what I mean? Lottery picks and number one picks we've seen flame out within Bennett. with within two to three years. Ola with Candy, Anthony Bennett, uh, Sam Bowie. I mean, there's so many. Kwame Brown, like there's so there's so many lottery picks that have just not made it. But see, I give Sam, I give Sam, I give Sam Bowie a pass because that was that was. I all- mean, true. He he, you know, he couldn't help that he couldn't stay healthy. Right. But a bust is a bust, regardless of how it happened. Right. You know. Right. But, and, and- yeah, go ahead. My fault. The back of your point, Jeff. That that's part of the reason why. I, like, I've just never been a Levar Ball fan. Only, only because of the fact that this dude talks way, way too much. It's your kids that are out there putting in the work, and it's like all of a sudden like, you're you're their advocate. Like, that's not that's not the way to go up on business. Because I mean, I still remember when he when he got he got high his high school uh, his son's high school coach is fired. Yeah. And he said, yep. "What did he do? He didn't like the way the game was officiated, so he took them all, the whole team off the floor, and they walked. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, that was. Hey, a parent that, just, that it's childish. It's, it's, it's a mess. It's, it's childish. It's childish, man. <laughs> Definitely agree there. Yeah. But no, you. That was a good one. Thanks, man. Who you? You got your scumbag this week? Oh, I sure do. Oh. <laughs> All right, but T, you want to go ahead and take this? Yes, yeah, so I'll go ahead and take it. Okay. My scumbag of the week, um, since Jeff did it, Jeff, you inspired me again. I'm going to go Uh-oh. twofold as well. Okay. All, All right. right. My initial scumbag of the week, I had it ready. Um, but my second one, you know, did something today so egregious that I had to address it today. Oh, no. Okay. okay. My first scumbag of the week is Brian Kelly. Oh, oh. 
I almost went there though. No. You all went there? I almost right. went there. Almost, this, man, there. this man stated that if his team win, uh, get in the playoffs, that they probably won't play, they're going to boycott because the families and friends shouldn't be there. <laughs> he said that if he make the playoffs, they're going to boycott because the family and friends will be there. Knowing it's, a, knowing it's a damn lie, if he get in the playoffs right now, especially right now, that's all he can think about is getting in the playoffs now. You think he could be talking to this boycott up now? And they lost. He want to get in? No, because now you know if you won't get in and you don't work out there, why should you want to be in it? Nature did what nature does. Nature did what this nature is, does. This is the natural order of things. I'm saying like you know, it like these coaches and hell, America don't get the big deal. Like okay, it's fine. You want to share moments with your family, but what if you don't have a family to share it with because they catch COVID and die? Right. Right. That's the big picture. You can share those moments. You can watch. You can watch the. You can watch the game on TV, yep. and, and it'd be just that. Like you know, I have a, I have a news flash for you folks. Watching the game in person and watching it on TV, you know, it really not much of a difference. I find it more pleasant watching it on TV than being in the actual game myself. And in a lot of cases, yeah. Yeah, in a lot of cases, yeah. yeah. I mean, sure, you want to go to because you want to experience these things, experience the atmosphere. But the fact of the matter is. Just being there is more important than anybody sharing anything with you. Right. Like, you know, hey, you know, if if I just imagine you win the lottery, do you think do you think um you know the luster of winning the lottery will be taken away because nobody can come celebrate with you? You can receive that check? You can't take a picture with your family up there, you think that luster gonna be uh, lost on you? No, it's the it's the prize that matters, not how you get the prize. Right. How you right. receive it. And, you know, so you know, I, I don't even think his scumbag of the week is necessary because he said that, but my scum the reason why he's scumbag because he clearly didn't mean that. It's just a point. He just yeah, doing yeah, yeah. talking points. You know, yeah. so, these coaches they do that a lot, especially the scumbag uh Debo Sweden. They say whatever it takes, they think was uh sweeten the pie. And the recruits like to hear, like, man, see, he all about family. So, you know, we should right, go right. another day. They don't use that as a talking point to recruit. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, it's just a part. Just got to get me attention and this and that. Like, you know, and clearly he should have been worried about his team showing up and playing other than talking about a playoff that he might necessarily not even get into. Okay? Right. So that's him. All right. My next comeback of the week is – a person that's on my top 15 scumbag list, Jumbo Fisher. <laughs> oh, boy. When they won today, he said, he told a reporter, and they asked him about, like, should Texas end up getting in? He like, seven straight wins. He said, I don't care what league yeah, you're know. in. He said, he said, some schools ain't even playing seven games. I don't care what league you're in. If you're going to pick the best four teams, we're one of them. In the history of the college football playoff, no one lost SEC team has failed to make the playoff. And he said, we do deserve to be in it. You're going to hear me say it now. We deserve to be in it. Not a committee. That's their thing. But I believe that firmly. I watched the games. I've seen everybody. We can play with anybody. It's eight wins in the SEC. I'd like to see anyone, somebody else do that. Okay? Nah. So, and then he's going to talk about, like, 
we're uh the games you're talking about Ohio State, three more than games of them. We're out there a month longer, the veins, the bruises, the practices, and all that stuff matters. The p- political end of this team trying to get guys out there, they want to push their own schools to get up in there. It's ridiculous. Put the teams in there. So he really contradicted himself with that. Yeah. You know, he didn't want to be making politics out of it. Because the fact is, when y'all decided to do the season, when everybody decided to do the season, you know that COVID is a factor. You know, as far as like being able to play this and play that. Right? Yep. And then the, the strange thing about this season, they here talking about SEC wins and this and that. You can't judge how strong a conference is because they only playing each other. They're all. They're only playing each other. So you don't know if the SEC is stronger Nobody than the Big 12. Nobody out of conference schedule this year. Yes. You the don't SEC know if, was weak this year. You don't know if the Big Ten better than all of them. You didn't have a matchup with teams, you know, throughout the yeah. year in yeah. cross-conference. But you didn't have it this year. So how can you say that the SEC is better? And like you said, Jason, SEC is weak this year. You got two teams, really. And, and if you know, if you want to consider Florida good, you know, then I say three. You know, because I don't think, you know, in the other season, you know, come on, man. It's ridiculous. Tess and them, they beat Florida. That's it. That's the only ranked team, if you remember something correct, that they beat. So he wanted to talk all this stuff. And then as far as, like, the SEC go, we do, like, you know, there's a thing called the uh, – um, what's it called? It's a bowl cup challenge. It's, uh, oh yeah, you know, every year – it, you know, you do the bowl games, you have to match up. I guess the SEC won it last year, but guess the last time they did it before that? 2014. <laughs> so that shows that it's, it's just guys going on. The SEC playing against the other team, but they losing these bowl games because they, their, their conference isn't as strong as everybody claims it is. It's just all propaganda, all bias. And, you know, my thing about it is, Ohio State deserve to be in it just as much as they, they deserve to be in it because they have a lot of people in their conference that got cupcakes in their conference that they can beat up on. You playing Vanderbilt, Tennessee, Kentucky. <laughs> you playing uh, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Auburn. Yeah, yeah. All who have losing records. Yeah, this is not losing records, but they're not ranked. Yeah, yeah. This year has definitely been a year like no other. So – it's like to say that any conference is the quote unquote strongest, you can't use that argument this year because there's been no cross conference play. No validated like And I, I found it despicable all these coaches talking about Ohio State not playing the games as if it's like Ohio State didn't want to play the games like it's their fault. We're in a pandemic, folks. <laughs> people caught, people had COVID in the so you gonna blame them for having COVID when the whole world is dealing with the same problem? It don't make sense. Yeah. And nobody and the thing about the media is not calling these coaches out on it either. Right. You know, going right along with it. it it's that is fine true. despicable and selfish. It shows how much that they care about football and don't give a damn about nothing else. But, yeah, I'll leave it at that. And real quick, quick, you said Jimbo (laughs) Fisher said they can play with anybody? Yes. Damn sure fooled me on October 3rd against Alabama, but. Yeah. Wow. All right. My scumbag of the week. Oh, boy. I'm ready for this one. Y'all going to love it. My scumbag of the week 
Vanessa Bryant's mom. And let me tell you, let me tell oh, you what's going on. Yeah. And Jeff, that's why I said it, because I had a feeling you were going to pick that, and I'm glad you did. Here's the situation with her. So I, I didn't even, I, and you, this, this, this is the one. <laughs> this yep. is the one. Yep. So, so here's a little breakdown, folks. So basically, Vanessa Bryant's mother, whose, you know, daughter is Vanessa Bryant, Kobe Bryant's um, widow in this particular case, the is suing the, her own daughter. Her own daughter. And for what? Five, she wants $5 million, a new home, an SUV, and she wants $96 per hour paid for, the, for her, Taking care of the grandkids. Um, her grandchildren, basically. Like, talk, I mean, talk about extortion. My goodness. Like, you just, like, you're the grandmother. You're the grandmother. It'll be cheaper to hire a nanny. It'll be cheaper to hire right, a nanny. Right, right. But what, Hello? But, but what really upsets me about this whole thing is you're suing your own daughter over money. And, and see, this kind of shows me right here that Kobe Bryant was never liked by anybody in her family if it's coming down to this. Mm. I mean, this really this, like, this really. Uh, I, I disagree. Okay. I disagree. That's not necessarily the case. I just think it's it's just about money, because when Cole was alive, he was the one making the money. So if money was in his control, she wouldn't have dared to try that shit. Cole, yeah. right? You know, and now that you know, let's get all the money. You know, man, it's right. <laughs> money <laughs> changes true. things. Valid point. Money right. changes but, things. But no, but I I get that. But what I'm saying but, that is that there it wasn't there there were issues with her parents along with, with Kobe's own parents and all that. And all that didn't come out until the round, until the, yeah. the time that he passed. But And that was about money, too. That was, yeah, that was that, about money, that's too. True, yeah. That's true. But it's like, you the grandmother. It's like, you are set. So even if even if you're mad because, you know, like, if, if your relationship is good with your daughter, you already know your daughter's going to have your back nine times out of ten. Like this is nothing. Like I'm just, I'm just real. I'm just really disgusted by the whole thing. I really am. I mean, this is coming down to dollars and all. I mean, come on. But but let's be real. You want five billion dollars, a new home, and an SUV for what? Because there were times where you had to look after the kids unexpectedly at all this net. Kobe and Vanessa paid for your house <laughs> for you to live closer. My goodness. Like what more right. what more could you ask for? Right. Like the fact that the fact it's that ridiculous. a mother is suing their daughter is blasphemy in itself. But the reasoning behind it makes it so much worse. Like you're not suing her because y'all have a quote-unquote strained relationship or a bad relationship and you feel like well i mean we and we don't know the ins and outs of their relationship but we hadn't heard anything until now but i'm just like wait a minute what because from the outside looking in kobe and vanessa took care of her so now that kobe is gone you you're showing your that's what, she, that's what she figures she can just okay it's free season now like i 
he ain't there, but ooh. That that that's, absolutely blew my mind, man. That's like, terrible. That's it terrible. Blew my mind. And, like, and I, I go and I and I go lie. If I if I Vanessa, if if I Vanessa Bryant, I'd be like, okay, guess what? I'll give you five million. You want the new house? You got the new house. You want the SUV? You got the SUV. But as far as your daughter, that's over with. If it's no, if I'm if I'm Vanessa Bryant, come on, take me to court because you ain't getting shit. That's true. That's true too. Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. It's just I, come on, I, yeah. See this lawsuit all. See this. Right. Come come on and see this lawsuit through. Let's go to court. Cool. Fine. Come on. And nope. this is ain't this no is family. That's what that's what make the whole thing worse. This is family. Like it, it shouldn't. That's my point. There's no basis behind this. It really shouldn't. There's there's no basis. You know, we see all this time, like you know, family members, like you know, divorce procedure, whatever. This would be a suit, and, and, and this is for a purpose. But this, I mean, my this, I mean, this this take it sources to a whole different level. Yeah, absolutely. All right, good deal. All right, it's time to move on to our last topic of the night: unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. You know what, gentlemen? I think I'm going to start first this week. Okay. If that's okay with everybody. Hey, Go ahead. Unpopular opinion for the week. I kind of touched on it already earlier in the week. There's a new scourge that's happening with America. This is on my America series, by the way. <laughs> There's a new scourge that's happening. All right? One being pumpkin spice is the number one. <laughs> but oh God. this is another one that's slowly creeping up to give pumpkin spice a run for its money. And that is peppermint flavored everything around this time of year. <laughs> it is getting ridiculous, America. Ridiculous. Oh, Every time, man. you know, one... Christmas starting early because everybody started celebrating at the beginning of November. <laughs> and now, you know, we got business with hot cocoa and peppermint <laughs> in it from Dairy Queen, which I find utterly ridiculous. Did y'all know that there's a thing in America where people have hot chocolate and they put peppermint in? Yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah. Somebody's third with the candy canes like that. Yeah. Stop it, America. Yeah. Stop it. You got peppermint flavored uh, 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 cereal. You got peppermint flavored Oreos. I mean, it's ridiculous. You got peppermint ice cream, peppermint flavored ice cream, all kinds of stuff. It's ridiculous. This over commercialization of a doggone taste spice for every season has got to stop. It's ridiculous. And I say it again who in the blue hell thought it was a good idea? To put peppermint with hot cocoa, to put peppermint <laughs> with hot cocoa in a damn blizzard at Dairy Queen. Like, you know, I was, you know <laughs> one day I was like, man, I want some ice cream. I think I want a blizzard at Dairy Queen. You know, they usually have blizzard of the month and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah. So I go look it up, you know, see what the blizzard of the month is. I see peppermint hot cocoa. I'm like, what the hell is this? And wow. <laughs> it don't make sense, America. No, it does not. I agree. Cocoa should stand on its own. There's only one thing you should chase cocoa with. That's either liquor or marshmallows, okay? <laughs> I'm lying. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. Peppermint does not belong with it. And then, you know, Chick-fil-A got this peppermint milkshake. You know, yeah. I had somebody raving about somebody wanted me to try it so bad. They told me <laughs> they'll cash out me the money if I buy it and don't like it. You know, so of course it's free. I might want to try it, but the thing about it, my principles, my principles will not allow me to try that investment because, like I say with pumpkin, if you're not a part of the solution, you are a part of the problem. And I will not be a part of the problem because this crusade yeah. has to start somewhere, and it's gonna be here with me. I refuse to give in to these pumpkin flavor infusions. I refuse to give in to these peppermint flavor infusions. Hell. In March, I refuse to give in to this shamrock shake, man. This evening. <laughs> Definitely with you on that one. Yeah, Lee, boy. And this thing, you know, I'm talking about going to the store. You know, you're going to be seeing peppermint flavor, not going Skittles. You're going to be seeing peppermint flavor. Yeah. They, already, don't they, they have a, a candy cane Hershey's already. Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. When would the madness stop, America? <laughs> you got peppermint flavored liquor, like peppermint yeah. snops. You know, that's been around forever, though. Oh, I, I didn't even know that. America. Uh, uh, America, what I is it? I agree with you. Yeah, one of my, one of my uh, co-workers, she was telling me that her, uh, her son, he puts peppermints in his hot chocolate. She said, oh, it's so good. And I'm... My issue is, I, like, I love chocolate. I'm not going to disrespect my chocolate by putting peppermint in it. I, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm, Cheating I'm, the I'm, flavor. Like, hot cocoa by itself is it's amazing. It, it's amazing. It's I, I don't need peppermint nothing in my hot chocolate. And I don't need, you know, and like you said, you know, of course, and I've been seeing the peppermint milkshake at Chick-fil-A for years and everything, and you ain't it, it just nothing. never appealed to me. You ain't missing nothing. I, see, that, that's all I need. You know, and, and 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 like you said, Terrence, you know, people stand by it, they swear by it. Cool. Jeffrey Gatson will not be trying a peppermint <laughs> milkshake. If I'm going to get a milkshake from Chick-fil-A, it's going to be a chocolate or a cookies and cream milkshake. That's it. Milkshake. I love I'm that milkshake too. I'm not doing this seasonal stuff. I'm totally. I I don't I, I don't know. It's something with fruit and milk and milk to me that I just you know. Yeah, I mean, new flash America. Seasons do not have to have a flavor. <laughs> Seasons are not supposed to have taste. Like, you don't have to have a flavor for every damn season. Just have the season and move on. And then we and then we just now yeah, like that. I refuse to when I when I go to QT when I go to QT sometimes and get my coffee, I'm not going to put the peppermint uh creamer in my coffee. I'm not gonna do it. Wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute. They got peppermint creamer too? <laughs> yes. Oh my lord. Oh yes. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Are you kidding like, me? Like, because, you know, they got the pumpkin spice creamer. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh, I know <laughs> I know about that blasphemous pumpkin spice creamer. Right, right. <laughs> yes, they have peppermint uh, peppermint creamer. Wow. Uh, for coffee. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They're, nope. I, I What's the point? Yeah. Like, if you're going to do it, why not just throw some peppermint in your coffee? Like, <laughs> just don't do it. Like, America, come on. 
Yeah. Why why do every season have to have a flavor? It's not even, I mean, it's with me, it's like what, what they be using it for, what they be putting it in. Like, I, I, peppermint Oreos, I didn't hear about that. Why? That's oh, yeah, terrible. I have, why? That sounds There's, terrible. That, why, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you going to flavor Oreos like that? No. No, 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 no. So. Damn. So, Jason, you want to, <laughs> Jason, you want to take the next one? Sure. Or you want me to go? Uh, no, okay. I'll, I'll take it. So, my unpopular opinion this okay. week, and it happens to do with um, a particular, um, a particular athlete whose team is playing right now. But I just want Alabama football fans out there to just understand one thing. Just because somebody played at your university and they're in the NFL and all of a sudden y'all are their big time fans or whatever the case may be, do y'all know how annoying and disgusting that is? Like all last week, oh, oh Jalen Hurts in Philly. Jalen Hurts is the best. Jalen Hurts is Oh my God. No. No. <laughs> off of one start. Off yeah. of one start, and all of a yeah. sudden you're giving him this label. Now, let me, Bama fans, let me refresh your memory for just a minute. I have to remember his first, his first year starting at Bama. They won all these games. Did they win the national championship that year? No, they didn't. <laughs> and Jalen Hurts scored too quick and gave and gave uh, Deshaun all that time on the clock. <laughs> and took it down the field. Y'all, y'all lost about that. Y'all lost that one. And then what happened the next year? Oh yeah, that's right. He played the whole season. He was looking good. And then he plays in the national championship game and absolutely sticks up the joint in the first half and <laughs> rely on a on Tua Tagovailoa, who was a bench player that did not have a meaningful snap the whole season and won y'all the national championship. Yeah. And all I heard was, oh, Jay, uh, and 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 Jay, oh, Jalen's, uh, Jalen will be back. Jalen will be okay. Guess what, Bama? He transferred to Oklahoma. Why? <laughs> and y'all were still rooting for the man. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, y'all some, just. Talk about and, some uh, role, Jalen. What? Right. 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 Yeah, right. it's so good. Right. It's so good. Yeah. And all this crap about uh, B- B- Bill by Bam and all this. <laughs> oh, fuck you. I'm, so, I'm so sick of that. Me too. I'm so sick of that. Me too. You're wrong. And, and, and I hate to tell y'all, Bam folks. He was a he was a hell of a lot better in Oklahoma than he was in Alabama, so he built by Oklahoma. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I have to remember when he got drafted, they didn't say uh, Jalen Hurts quarterback uh, Alabama and Oklahoma. No, they said Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, yeah. But you Bama fan, like Bama fans in general, like no matter who it is, what y'all gonna be saying next year? Oh, let's go Matt Jones. Oh, let's go Devontae Smith. Oh, let's go Jalen. What? No. Shut the hell up, please. <laughs> please. And, and you know what, Jason? I, I definitely completely agree. Like, I um a friend of mine, she she went to Alabama, she graduated from there years ago. Um, and I remember when 
um, Doug, you know, made the announcement that Jalen Hurts was going to be the starter. Um, this girl, she made an Instagram post or a Facebook post somewhere, and it was a picture of Jalen Hurts, and it was like it was a biblical scripture under his picture, and it was like basically about him waiting for his time and how he's going to prosper and all of this. I mean, I I understand. But this has nothing to do with the Bible or scripture. This has everything to do with Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts being the backup quarterback getting the opportunity. That's it. <laughs> That's all. It has nothing to do with Oh, he's such a great young man. And he's patient. You can't say nothing bad about him. That may all very well be true. <laughs> but he's gotten this opportunity because Carson went. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Nothing more, nothing less. You know, I, there, I, there and, are and definitely I, some and, Alabama. And, and I'm going to take it a step further. All, all, all you Bama fans that root for A.J. McCarron, I know y'all awfully been quiet. Cause all he do is pinch, you know. Oh, man. But, but yeah, but it's and, and see and what really like the reason why I chose this and what really makes it so okay. bad. I got Greg, nothing Greg against McEnroe. We call Nate Cage. Don't be saying he built by Bama. You know, I'm I'm just, I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna like finish this out right here real quick. Like my my thing is, don't get me wrong. Jalen played. He played exceptionally well last week against. Yes. His, there's no doubt about that. But let's not go jumping off the rails all of a sudden. Carson Wentz is getting over $100 million. I hate to tell you, Philly fans, but unless if they cut him, he's going to be the guy on that team. There's no way you're going to pay you $100 million and all of a sudden you're going to sit on the bench. People can have <laughs> bad years. We've seen them. I'm a Detroit Lions yeah. We've been bad for six years. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, chill out. Who, who does Philly have this week, as a matter of fact? Does anybody know? I don't know. No, they have the... Um, Philly. Uh, they play some contender. Philly plays... Who is it? Um, They play Arizona. Yeah. They play Cardinals. Yeah, well, unless if Kyle Murray has an absolute field day on him or he puts him up or whatever. But but it's, it's, it's just... And then I'll say something else too. It's one thing if they're planning for you to be the quarterback. Carson, they plan for course. They plan the Saints plan for Carson Wentz to be the quarterback. You know he don't run around like that. They didn't have no plan for Jalen Hurts to be the quarterback. Nope. So yes. now, but Arizona has a whole week. They got a game. They got to take a whole week. Sure and so let's see how yeah. you do this week. Let's see if they do on that this week. You know, and that's been my whole thing. Like, a lot of those quarterbacks now who are drafted or, you know, <clears throat> who are playing behind somebody to wait their turn, these are different breeds of quarterback coming out now. Yeah. When you don't have that initial game tape, when you don't have no game tape on them, you can't prepare for them. Right. Like you said, just said, Terrence, Arizona got a week's worth of game film. So they can they – can, Take something and and plan and prepare. It's like Jalen uh, Hurts. Jay, Jay, put it like this: Jalen Hurts' last performance last week reminded me of Willie Beeman off of any given Sunday. That's it. 
That's it. You know, and that, you, know, you know, Jason, it's interesting, um, you know, you, when you brought up Wentz and how much he's getting paid. I mean, it's hard being a Falcons fan, too. Like, And, I, and I've said it, like, I, right now I wish they could trade Julio and Matt Ryan, you know. But we got to pay Matt Ryan, like, 50, 60-something million dollars over the next two years. Like, I'm going to tell you how ridiculous some Falcons I fans. thought y'all was going to cut him. No, they're not. No. If we cut him, that cap hit is going to be ridiculous. Yeah, and so you, you don't get nothing in return. You got to trade him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He still has some value because he stays healthy. Julio, I don't know if you can get much for Julio because I think they're going to shut Julio down but um, for the rest of the season. But I saw a post somewhere today on uh, Twitter. Somebody said, yeah, um, Justin Fields had a bad game today so that he could lower his trade value so he can get drafted by the Falcons. That's what? a No, this is actually not a Falcon. No, this is not hey. that Falcons group. But this came from, like, a Georgia page on Twitter. And I'm just like, really? Close enough. Close enough. Yeah, yeah hey, I mean, hey, absolutely. Hey, you, you know, you, you want to know something funny? If if they want Justin Fields that bad, and, and this Atlanta we're talking about, they better off getting Trevor Lawrence because he a Georgia native. Uh, Fields is, too. Oh, I know Fields is from Georgia. I didn't know that. Yeah, my nephew played against uh, Justin Fields in high school. Oh, yeah, that's right. He played. Yeah. My stupid stuff. My fault. You're right. No, it's okay. But yeah, I just, you know, we have a lot of illogical quote unquote fans. But yeah, it's yeah, you're yeah. paying a guy a hundred million dollars. They're gonna start. <laughs> well, no, speaking of which, you know, we, we seriously could do a topic of how the transfer portal is ruining college football. Oh my god! Because it like, really is. It these really dudes, is. They, you know, old days they sit back and wait their turn. Because I know in Florida State golden years, each quarterback they had was like a, a redshirt uh, junior when they started. Yeah. Because, you know, they sat me that way. And that way, you know, when the one left. You learned. Yeah, you learned and you had, like, another quarterback stepping in, you ain't missing a beat. But now, if they don't win the job, they just automatically end the transfer portal. Right. right. It's it ridiculous. Is, it, is, it, is, it is this generation of spoiled, bratty kids yeah. that cannot get their way. Yes. They can't get their way. It's the microwave generation. Yeah. They, they, they need instant gratification. And you, know, you, know, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw in this in there right quick. And it's a little off um, the sport, but Y'all remember, um, yeah, and it was it was big time news. But you remember the high school girl from Alabama that um, they ruled her ineligible because they claimed that she took like money for playing USA basketball when she didn't. Oh yeah, I remember. Okay. Yeah, guess what? And I didn't know this until I saw it. She transferred to Georgia. I mean, but she had a better reason. Which was what? I mean, look, you go through that in one place, you know, I mean, I wouldn't mind having a new start somewhere else, too. No, no, no. That's not the reason why she yeah. took And plus, it was the state who did it. It was the, the AHSA, they beat her eligible because of that. So, I don't blame her. I would have moved another state, too. Yeah. She transferred, but okay. Yeah, but I just, I just think, like you said, Terrence, you know, the transfer portal is, I think it's bad for college football. It's, um, like, 
they don't, you know, it's it's like Fields with Georgia. And I mean, was was Justin Fields' reason valid for wanting to, to transfer? Absolutely. We're known for not starting black quarterbacks. Like, we're just known for it. But my thing, too, is what actually happened to learning behind who's starting, learning the actual plays, learning the offense. And I mean, because my whole thing is this. College football, in a sense, can kind of become oversaturated in a way. Or teams went like, what's the name? Um, Trevor Lawrence, he's been starting for three years. You know, it seemed, and that's the thing. It seemed like he'd been there for about five or six. Yeah. Yeah, you know that's true. He, he does his thing. But that's any and, he, and he, he's just a junior, right? Yep. Yeah. So he could come back another. We know he's not because yeah. his his uh, draft stock won't get any higher. I but, think I think he I think he really should. I, I think he overrated. I think he overrated. I think he and Fields are overrated. Especially they run a lot of gimmicks and schemes to have people open. Like what are you gonna do when he have to sit there, sit back there? I said, I said the defense sit in the pocket and go go yeah. through all his progress, go through three, four progressions. Yeah. Before finding out. And that's why I, that's why I think quarterbacks, a lot of these quarterbacks that are coming out like, you know, back to the Falcons, like they want they want Fields, they want Lawrence, they want uh the boy from North Dakota, and they want the boy from Florida. They <laughs> they they want them all. They just I just want a mobile quarterback. I just want to win. Well, oh, speaking of that, what well, that quarterback did was the most selfish thing I've ever seen in college football. The boy from North Dakota? Yeah. And what, what he, did he do? So, okay. So, you know, when the pandemic, when they said that they canceled the season, well, they canceled the season, yeah. the, the conference that he was playing, if I'm not mistaken, what they said was they, they were going to cancel, but they said he was going to come back. But he said that he was going to come back and only play in one game. And said, screw the rest. That's exactly what he did. He played one game, highlight tape, and set out the rest of the season. That's why he ain't played it all this year. Well, that's on the school. Yeah. <laughs> you can't allow that man to do that. Yeah. Like, damn that. If you like, don't there, do that, there are on. some, there are a lot of things that I'm with the athlete about, but you gotta have parameters and guidelines. Right. Yeah. But about your transfer protocol, I agree hundred percent. Now, my now my thing is hey, it benefits, if you think about it, it benefits the big schools more. Like a clip said, Alabama. It's like that because you know you got team like let's take for take for example, okay? Uh-huh. You you get people in there, um, let's say they lose the job, and clearly you have no depth there, you know, mm-hmm. and you lose the job, you lose out another recruit. So that way, you're yeah. still having to feel other needs instead of actually help continue to build your team, um, you know, and but in the meantime. You think the players they get a place like Alabama and stuff like that, then you know they they are secure because they win it, you know, mm-hmm. and um, they feel like you know they will get the chance because a lot of those recruits leave early, so they'll get yeah. chances. But nobody don't seem to want to go somewhere and build something. They just want, like you said, yeah. it's a gratification. So it's it's really a benefit for the bigger schools. They get to keep uh, keep the athletes more, or even take some athletes that leave in other places. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why you have a lot of schools now that they say they gonna transfer. They don't let you transfer within conference or with not. Oh yeah, they have you go away unless if you really want to sit out and all this and that. But no, I get it. I get it. Now if you sitting there two three years and 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 you know 
you know now that I can accept, but after like sitting out for a year, you're just like, nah, you know, no. Nah. But I yeah. all right. So my unpopular opinion actually is somewhat of a piggyback off of yours, Terrence. Okay. Um and I actually I wrote this one down probably about a month or so. Yeah, about a month ago. Um I have an issue with celebrating Christmas too early. Yes. Thank you. Like, I, I, <laughs> thank you. I mean, it was I think the literally. Ladies need to hear I think the ladies need to Wait, listen. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving hadn't even gotten here. Nope. And I'm, I'm in Walmart. In Walmart, I'm in Kroger, I'm in Target pre-Thanksgiving and I see all these Christmas decorations. Like I see Christmas Christmas candy already out. Peppermint stuff is already out oh, before Thanksgiving. Yes. And I'm just like, well, what happened to Thanksgiving? Now, granted, it's only so many ways you can do decorations or different things for Thanksgiving, but it's still a holiday. And I actually prefer Thanksgiving over Christmas. Because um, the same thing that I get for Christmas, I get for Thanksgiving as far as being around family. But what Christmas does is there's this glorification of items and things and gifts. I get all of that with Thanksgiving, not worrying about presents. I get to be around my family and my, the people closest to me. You know, but, you know, example, like... I, <laughs> You know, we, we talked about these Christmas movies earlier. I watched Jingle Jangle basically the weekend that it came out on Netflix. And Sarah wanted to watch, and I was like, well, can we? Like, I wanted to wait until after Thanksgiving <laughs> yeah, I to know. watch it. <laughs> exactly. Like, I hadn't like, even watched it yet because of that. Yeah, and I don't blame you. You know what I'm saying? I Like, we were sitting there on a Sunday evening, and she was like, I really want to watch Jingle Jangle. It's, it's, it's not Christmas time, baby. It's not even Thanksgiving yet, but I really want to watch. Oh okay. yeah, I remember that because you made that mad post because you guys watch football and junk. I remember that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. But and, and the thing, the thing about it is, I really enjoyed Jingle Jangle, and I would love to watch it again. But I'm kind of the point. I don't want to watch it because I've seen it. I've watched Home Alone and Home Alone two already. Oh like, no! I've seen Are you a few Christmas movies? Actual Christmas movies. Yeah, man. See, you, hey, you, you that's not on Christmas break. I'm, I say all that stuff for my Christmas break. And we should no, I Christmas feel you. Like, like I, we watched Home Alone last night, yeah. you know, but you know, Home Alone, like Home Alone, Home Alone 2, I can really watch those all the time. Anytime, yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, but like, I definitely got I'm going to have to watch Christmas Vacation. Um, I may, I'm going right to watch next. Friday after next. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, oh, but, oh, but yeah. <laughs> you know, but like, but like you say, Terrence, like just this over commercialization of Christmas, everything, and then it's like I'm the type. I, I really want my Christmas stuff to come down the day after Christmas. Now, I I I, I can wait until New Year's Day. But I ain't going past January first or second with with Christmas de decorations still up. Hey, it's time for this stuff to come down. This, this stuff need to come down because it's over. 
Not that I wouldn't be in the holiday spirit or the holiday mood, but it's over. We've, we've gotten to the point to where you celebrate Christmas for two months. You, got, you celebrated the whole month of November and the whole month of December. And you got people like, I know when I go back to work um, early January, when I go, people gonna still have their Christmas lights up. Take it down. <laughs> Take it down. You know, so I just, it's, it's just too much. It's too early. And, and I love Christmas. I, I really, really do because, you know, obviously COVID made everything just different and changed this year. But I still love being around, you know, as many family members and friends as I can. But it's, it's just too much. Too yeah. much. So yeah, that's that's, that's my unpopular. I agree. Opinion. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%, Jeff. Like my and but what really gets me is like when November 1st come, that's when the Facebook posts pop up. It's a fish. It's it's November. Uh, time to get ready for Christmas. I was like, wait a minute, isn't Thanksgiving? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, yeah, I know. yeah. What it's, what are we getting excited no, for? It's time and to get ready for Thanksgiving. Then, like you know, I found out this year that there are a select group of people who have more than one Christmas tree. They put it like in different rooms. Yeah, I've never thought about it. That's utterly ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Christmas, Christmas has definitely become just over the top. Because my, because my, my thing, like growing up, was we didn't start putting Christmas decorations up anywhere in the house until that Thanksgiving weekend. We celebrate things. I understand. Yeah. Then we start getting stuff, you know, together and start putting stuff up. I'm cool with that. But when it's November, we start to December. When 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 <laughs> when it, when it's November seventh and you asking about Christmas tree or this or that, I'm just like, <laughs> it, it, it's too early. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you, it's too early. You, you just just a little me, bit. If you, you talk to me about Christmas in November, if you talk to me about Christmas tree or uh, uh, watching a movie, Christmas movie. I'm automatically tuning you out. It ain't nothing to say to me. I'll say, I'll say this: the only, the only part of Christmas I want to hear in November is Black Friday, because that's when I'm getting your gifts. That early. <laughs> that's it. And it's not even, it's not even guaranteed that I'm gonna get it then. No, nope. shoot, the Black Friday sales last a whole month now. Sure do. Yes, it does. Maybe so long. And and then, and then, and then, and then, get, and then guess what? And then guess what, folks? You're better off staying at home and getting the same on Cyber Monday over the internet. That's where it's called. I get mine over the internet on Black Friday. I'll be having my cart loaded up as soon as it hits twelve o'clock. Damn. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> yeah, and I but and you know what? I and I didn't think about this, but I believe you know. To me, Black Friday has contributed to the uh over commercialization because you know right. you're talking about getting christmas gifts the day after thanksgiving and you're just like yeah can i wait till like december 1st to start you know and then like the black yeah. friday sale it's black thursday yeah i was about to say it's thursday <laughs> <laughs> they're they're literally you know you don't have to go at 11 o'clock at night. You can go at 3 o'clock now. You can go before you even eat dinner. I'm telling you, America is getting so ridiculous that I'm really starting to think that this Christmas in July is going to start having traction soon. <laughs> 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 like, 
these, these nuts ain't going to be able to wait until they ain't going to be able to wait until the season change. They're going to start having Christmas in July. He said Christmas in July. Christmas time in the summertime. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. It's going to be hot. Looking like Friday after next. No snow on the ground. Put Christmas cool. lights on pine trees. <laughs> <laughs> going to be hot during Christmas now. Yeah. And I, I need to start taking pictures and showing y'all because some of the decorations out here I am, I mean, they beyond ridiculous. It's, it's like too much. Asking like, hey, what's your power bill about to be like? Oh, yeah. And we got, we got, um, we have um, neighborhoods around where we stay, where when I go to work, like I said, their lights are on when I'm headed to work and it's still dark outside. So that means you don't have your lights on all night. Excuse me? Yeah, Yo, and then, and I grew up in a black household, yeah. you could go to bed without turning them down lights Yo, and then, so I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, so what's the point of having them? I mean, we gonna turn them off at night. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then T had the, T had the Facebook picture on his page, but the the houses that have all lights and they have those words that light up and they go across the screen. No, I love that. I love that. Like, I'm not a criminal, but I love the hell out of that one. Man. I always had this infatuation. Like, I, I, I despise Christmas, but I always had this infatuation with Christmas lights. I can't even explain it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's definitely the worst time of year. Like I was, uh, you know, yeah, I, put I, think, on, you know I put on Snapchat the other day. I was at the UPS store trying to ship off some stuff. Um, you know, uh, to a customer or whatever. And I'm sitting here having to wait 15 minutes in line because this lady's shipping off fucking boxes of candy for fucking Christmas and, and, and Christmas cards at a UPS store. I'm talking about one at a time. So, okay, you know, giving their address and everything. One at a time. Like, oh, wow. 10 minutes. It's ridiculous. Wait, 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 wait. candy and ship it online. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, I got a question. Was there a couple people ahead of you or were you the next one in line? Uh, it was a couple people ahead of me. Oh, boy. It didn't matter. Yeah. Even if I was the next one, the fact that I had to wait for some motherfucker want to ship some candy. Dang. <laughs> Shoot. Like, one, who ships candy for Christmas for one? Like, most of the, most people I know Christmas time, they make their own treats. So, who the hell will ship yeah. a box of candy? Some <laughs> You know, I mean, so it's just a little bit. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Mm -mm. Totally agree. That's All right, so, you know, this is a good show. And uh, we hope y'all like our christmas theme um, show. And uh, it's real good stuff. And <laughs> like I said, you know, we would like to know what is your criteria for a Christmas movie. Uh, it's clear that a couple of us need to work on our criteria. <laughs> but uh, we would love to know your criteria and what movies you deem as a Christmas movie. You enjoyed doing this. Uh, it's a very good show. As always, uh, subscribe to our podcast. Um, find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Spotify, wherever podcasts you can find old rants, rays, and BS. We have a Facebook page and a YouTube page. We would like you all to subscribe to them all. And again, thank you for always being listeners. And uh, you guys have anything y'all want to say? Nah, thank you, America. We appreciate another good show. Y'all, y'all have a good Merry Christmas. Be safe. And let's look forward to 2021. Yeah, no peppermint. Own and up. Be stupid.
was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. In my mind. I say 